Today in Flex in the City, we interview Fiona Melville, Global Head of Investment Oversight at Standard Life Aberdeen, where we learn about the importance of nurturing freedom, curiosity, and a growth mindset in order to enable people to maximize their potential, and why being a leader as a coach is important, especially during these times. All that happening right now in Flex and the City. Hello, everybody. This is Rachel Treese on Flex in the City. And today I am over in Bonnie, Scotland, and I am interviewing the wonderful Fiona Melville, who is the Global Head of Investment Oversight of Standard Life Aberdeen. Hello, Fiona. Hello, Rachel. Thanks for having me along. Much appreciated. You're very, very welcome. How's life in Scotland at the moment with uh, COVID? I understand uh, Nicola has uh, imposed a, a mini lockdown. Yeah, some extra restrictions in place just now, um, but, you know, we all have to, to play our part during these times. So I think um, we, we live by those. Absolutely right. Absolutely. So the listeners would love to know um, a little bit about you and who you are and how you came to be doing the job that you're doing at Standard Life Aberdeen. Okay, so I might um, start with my upbringing. So I was born and grew up in Edinburgh, um, the youngest of um, two girls. Um, my dad was an engineer and business owner, um, and my mum was initially a secondary school teacher in business, um, but she actually went back to university to train as a counsellor and went on to become a, an addiction therapist. They had a, a lot to overcome, and from them I got a very strong work ethic um, and resilience but also through the combination of their careers and, and characters. I also got a strong appreciation of being open to different ideas and um, to suspend my beliefs, to listen, to gather information and to show compassion and really to give something back. And I think from that very early times, right up into the way I live my life now, as I really relate to, to the motto of a candle um, loses nothing by, by lighting another candle. And then I also, from that time, discovered that I felt very at home with data, figures, analysis and, and numbers. So I went on to university to study um, maths and management studies, not really knowing what career I would, I would go into. I ended up joining the Royal Bank of Scotland graduate um, scheme um, in their commercial banking and managed a banking relationship for small businesses. Um, quite a steep learning curve um, out in the road during the technology bubble, valuating these companies um, taught me a lot. I loved the relationship side, but I was increasingly aware that I really wanted to get back into that analysis field. So in um, 2001, I joined Standard Life Investments, initially in the middle office, but moving into the front office and really um, building my career and expertise in investment governance and, uh, and investment risk for around 10 years. Um, and then in, in 2014, I really wanted to um, stretch my leadership um, and I became very curious about other parts of the organisation and what value I could mm -hmm. add and um, also learn. Um, so I took up the opportunity to become um, Chief Operating Officer of um, HR, then moved into a strategic role in group strategy. And then at the point of merger between um, Standard Life and Aberdeen Asset Management, I returned back to the investment function um, into my current role to build 
um, and lead investment oversight. Fantastic, fantastic. So I'm very curious right now, what is it that gets you out of bed in the morning, Fiona? What motivates you and what are your core values? So I think what motivates me is very much underpinned by um, my purpose. And I see that and feel that as um, enabling full potential for all. Mm -hmm. Um, And that spans really across um, our clients and customers. Um, So the role that I do is very much connected um, to that around continuous improvement and providing oversight, um, but also extends into um, my um, the way I want to lead and show up um, and um, grow and enable the potential of, of the te- my teams. It also plays a role in terms of society and my contribution there. I do a, a bit of advocacy work. And in terms of values, I would say high, highly responsible, got a real desire to learn, so a growth mind- mindset, respect, I want to um, treat people with kindness uh, and respect. And then I would also see, and also very much connected to the role that I do uh, is, a, is integrity. Mm, absolutely. And so if you were to sort of bottom line what you really stand for as a leader, Fiona, what would you say? I think it's being inclusive, mm-hmm. um, you know, being present, learning, constantly learning and Having humility is what I want to stand for. Uh, And in your own career, has there been a leader um, in financial services or outside of financial services that um, has really inspired you? And and maybe you could tell the listeners why. So I'll go back to um, when I initially joined the investment functions in 2004, and I had the pleasure of reporting into the head of investments. Why I still go back to, to him is around you know, his humility, the balance that he brought to the organisation. There was there was no ego or um, poor politics. There was just authentic, authenticity, being genuine and just a, a clear interest in um, making um, us all succeed and delivering the best for our clients and, and all those values and um, areas of strength really connected with me. And I, I, I'll taught me a huge amount at a very influential point in my career and it still lives with me um, and shapes the leader that I am um, today. Uh, and so what skills do you think are needed? I mean, financial services are going through a transformational time as in many industries. What are the skills or behaviours that you think are needed by financial services leaders to make financial services a great success in the future? Yeah, you're right. It's, it's rapid change and... The need to flex has never been has never been more, and I think there's um, there's skills that we need, but there's also a strong appreciation as leaders um, around tech, um, data analysis, and becoming much more integrated in that narrative. Um, when it comes to skill, I think. It's being skillful at running purpose-led and sustainable organisations. And there's a few factors in that, but the two that I'd pull out is, firstly, you need to be inclusive. And when I talk about that, I mean um, showing curiosity, being connected and collaborative, 
being human and actually disclosing a bit about yourself um, to others so that they can um, establish those relationships and build that trust. And I think that's really critical at the moment in, in terms of um, leading remotely, which is a, a skill that is is really exaggerated as needing to be had during this and, and being adaptable to that. The second component, I think, is um, to really develop into having great coaching skills. So act, asking the questions, empowering others, and being open and this whole idea of co-creation, not just with the people you lead and your colleagues, but actually with clients um, who are demanding um, rightly so um, solutions in order to, to um, fit their needs. So I think all those sort of capabilities are, are um, required in order to drive energy, be a lot more adaptable and flexible to the change and energise the organisation. Absolutely. So you're really talking about being leader as coach and harnessing this, this great collective, be it employees, be it clients, etc. And what advice, uh, Fiona, would you give to a young person who is just starting their career in, in financial services? What, would you, what advice would you give them? So when I, I reflect back, um, I think early, quite earlier on in my career, um, I really started to identify with who I am and who I was. Um, and I think that's quite important as you start to go through your career is to have that self-awareness and identity. Um, so when do you feel at your best? What is your purpose? What's your personal brand and own that and communicate it um, broadly because don't wait for that to happen to you. You know, take ownership for that um, and um, manage your career around that and then feed it back to others, you know, um, with honesty. You know, this is how I'm feeling. This is when I feel energised. Yeah, and I, I just think that ownership piece and the communication of that is, is really important in order for you to derive the career in the, in the direction that you want. And, and, you know, you talk a lot about growth. I can really feel your passion for growth. How do you personally facilitate growth with the people um, around you? So I think there's um, multiple factors for me. I, I've touched on before is around um you know, being present with people um, so that they can feel that they've got um, the trust that I'm listening, that I'm understanding of their point of view, that they feel they can communicate openly with me. Um, and, um, yeah, I think just really being um, transparent and also I think giving and receiving feedback regularly um, supports that growth um, mindset and also champion you know, championing their um, opportunities and, the, and their potential um, as I've said before you know you know mentoring is very important to me and um, to have you know people that feel that can, they can have that support from me. Absolutely uh, and Fiona as well as um, being a leader in financial services you're also a mum of two I understand so my question to you is do your kids understand what you do Fiona? I think they would if they were interested. Um, so, um, so you're telling me they're not? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think, yeah, I think they um, understand um, what asset management's about and um, that I provide um, protection towards that and, and enabling growth for our clients. So I think, yeah, I would say they, they, would, they would get it. <laughs> yeah, a fair understanding. I think they've got a fair understanding. Yeah, I th- and I think, you know, um, I, I wrote a, um, an article once about why our kids don't want to be bankers. And I think, you know, the industry probably has more to do to explain to, to lots of people, our kids, our mothers, you know, what asset management um, is all about. Um, and I think, you know, we do do a great job. Um, outside of financial services, tell us a little bit about outside of financial services. What do you love doing, Fiona? So when the world wasn't quite like this, I love traveling and um, have been lucky enough to to travel to some really great places. I love the the cultural diversity, meeting um, new people. I also love the the sense of adventure that that brings. You know, closer to home, um, I love cycling, you know, lucky enough to live by the coast. And it's just that sense of freedom and really sort of um, centering myself, so um, mindfulness and yeah, just clear, clearing the mind. Elsewhere, you know, I, I do a lot uh, um, of mentoring both um, within Standard Life Aberdeen, but also outside um, and advocacy work, which um, really comes back to my, des- my desire to help or enable that growth and, and potential, really just to pay it forward. I've been extremely fortunate in my, in my career and it's really important to me that I, I give something back um, to others and help them along the way. So if we if we look at, at the sort of cycling and, and the, the meditation work and, and the travel side, there's a lot of, I'm hearing a lot about adventure and, and freedom as core values that you, you have. And also um, ambiguity, which is something that is, uh, you know, we're living in a world of uncertainty. So what do you think financial services could learn from the perspective of adventure and freedom? Oh, that's an interesting question. I think it is that flexibility um, and agility we touched on earlier. We don't have the gift of being able to deliver structure all the time anymore. Um, you know, times are uncertain. Um, we um, need to, to flex our, our um, leadership styles. We need to be um, flexible to the um, requirements of our, our um, customers and clients, um, to regulation. So I think that's about, it goes back to, to um, coaching. You know, leaders don't have all the answers and in order to ensure that the organisation is robust enough um, to navigate this um, change, it's about instilling that sense of adventure in, in all to be able to work their way through it. Thank you so much, Fiona. Fle- I'm hearing flexible and coaching leadership style. Thank you so much for being a guest on Flex in the City. I never knew how perfect the name was. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. Delighted to have taken part. Thanks, Rachel. <laughs> You just listen to Flex in the City. Catch us on our next episode.